0: Welcome everybody to the Robert John and the Rec podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California that travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces. I'm Steve. I'm Warren. I'm Henry. I'm
1: Robert. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this is episode number 109. Welcome yes. everybody. Andrew Espatman is off tonight. He is uh, out doing other things.
2: And we wish for the, the, the best
0: with 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 what... He's doing and I'm sure we'll hear about it next week. So
2: he's gonna talk all about it next week.
0: (laughs) Welcome. Welcome to Tuesdays. This is our second, this is our two time Tuesday tune in time. Tuesday Tuesday. I was gonna see
2: how many T's you got, Steve. Yeah. I I was trying to get
0: the on the alliteration train.
2: Yeah. Tune in Tuesday. Totally tubular tune in Tuesday. Tonight.
0: We should do it at two thirty. And then we could say it in an Irish accent. Oh, three thirty.
3: Three thirty. Three thirty. <laughs> right, in the middle of the day. What's
0: up, Bob? Good, oh, Bob. Oh man, it's almost sunset
3: these days. Three thirty. I feel
0: like it's been a. Uh, I feel like it's been a month since last Tuesday.
3: Yeah, I don't know why, but like the time change has well. affected me so much more than mm-hmm. usual. I Same. still get really fucked up by the time change. Yeah. I'm now just starting to come out of it, like not yawning was- and.
1: I was talking to someone this weekend about how I've never talked this much about the time change with anyone <laughs> since <ever>. last year. <laughs> no, no, I don't even remember talking this much about it any year ever that I've been born until this year. Um, usually, like, you bring it up the first two days and you're like, well, this is crazy, right? And yeah. then it's over. But this year, I feel like I've talked about it with at least one person every single day. Yeah. Um, because of how inconvenient it has been. This year, do you
0: think it's because so we have more time off right now than we normally do? Because like, I, 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 always like uh, I always feel like I think it's I always feel like it's a. Uh, we it's...
1: left. We left when it wasn't the time change. Ah, and so we're we coming really back got to like back an alternate dimension. We got back after the time change was already a thing, so it's kind of a alternate reality.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: it's just wait, theory. man.
0: Like a cou- couple years are gonna go by, and you're gonna be like, man, the crabgrass this time of year is just, uh, it's just <laughs> terrible. <laughs>
4: The mail it the mail service uh, is okay.
1: constantly late. I'll tell you one thing. Back in my day. <laughs> back in my day, it got dark at 3.30, and now it gets dark at 2.30.
2: <laughs> what's sorry, the deal what, with the clocks? What's the deal with the clocks, man? Why do Why they have t- to
0: be continually reset? Why is time? Why can't we just
1: Why be like Arizona time? and not believe in it? <laughs>
0: Do you think people in Arizona just laugh
1: at the rest of the world with daylight savings? They're like, Probably. Well, they laugh, but then we tell idiots. them that they live in hell, and then they, don't, they just kind of go back into the cave.
3: Do people <laughs> you know, in other I countries do daylight savings? I have
1: family that live in Arizona. I love Arizona, but it's hot <laughs> as shit, and no one
2: wants to just yeah. yeah. tell them that, and they just go, rah!
3: Flagstaff's nice,
2: though. I like Flagstaff. Do staffs. people nice in other countries
3: observe daylight savings, or is it only in the States? Ooh, no. That's a good question.
1: There's that there, countries do as well.
3: Yeah. Which ones? Look it up. No. Well, okay. How, how <laughs> about no this? The, the, oh, the,
1: okay. the whole world, daylight savings time was started in Germany. Boom. Wow. Did it.
0: Really nice. Japan, India, and China are the only major industrialized countries that do not observe some form of daylight
1: savings. Hmm. That's a good fact. Yeah. Welcome to the Robert John the rick podcast, everyone. <laughs> We, uh, we are here to discuss Daylight Saving's time, where it started, who doesn't believe in it, and
2: uh, that's it. There's actually quite a few countries on here that don't use Daylight Saving. And there's quite Which a few ones? that have formerly used It's basically a geography
1: saving. podcast. I don't know. There's no labels here.
2: Week. It's just a legend with a bunch of <laughs> different <deliberate laughs> colors. It's geography just a legend Arscape, with all these, some all weird these, map on it. All these... Freaking countries that are in the dark color have never used daylight savings time. it looks like a lot of them, like most of Africa looks like a couple countries in South America looks like mostly European and American thing Hmm. daylight savings time. So,
0: well, it it came around
1: like for
0: workers, right? Wasn't that the thing?
1: It's there's just like a two, map with a bunch of different there's colors. Two, there's two reasons. There's two things. I don't know why I know this or if I just look this up. because. <laughs> <laughs> but there, there's one for that, for the workers and, and for farming. And then there's the other one, uh, which I don't know. But Research Randy could probably figure it out. But uh, that wasn't the first one. That wasn't the first reason they started it. Um, but, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know everything about it. <laughs> Nor do I know. What I know. I don't want to be the, the guy that knows everything about daylight savings time, <laughs> as
3: well. You I do could have really something do that, a very uh... good father time. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell father,
0: you, father time, time with with Robert John Burrison. Yeah. <laughs> Let oh, me man. tell you about time. Spe- speaking of fathers and good times, um, we had a pretty epic weekend this weekend, which was fun. Um, Robert, why don't you talk a little bit about it?
1: Yeah, I, I'm having a a beautiful baby. In January. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, we don't yeah. know what it is yet. Hopefully, it's not an alien, but hopefully, it's healthy.
4: And, and it's a baby. either
1: a, a boy or a girl or whatever it chooses to be when it comes out of the womb. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, there was a little baby shower that we had this weekend. Uh, Steve and Warren were at it, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, um, baby shit is great. Had a good time. <laughs> Uh, I've been to baby showers in the past, but they weren't my baby shower, and I really don't think this one was my baby shower, but it was my wife's, and uh, it was fun. We had a good time, and uh, it was my birthday as well, so the next day, all three of the gentlemen that are here right now, including uh, Andrew, who's not here, we all went over down to our good buddy, Robbie Boyd, who is also our uh, road-managing, good-time-haver, memory-maker, Extra pair, maker, yeah. extra pair of hands. Uh, extra pair of <laughs> uh, he, he, <laughs> <our laughs>
2: hands. Adventure
1: team partner. He's our of the
2: Adventure Club.
1: He's yeah. our road manager yeah. out on the road <laughs> in
2: the States. Yeah.
1: and uh, We had it at his place and we uh, played some music, drank some beers, and uh, had a wonderful time. And um, If you've seen our music video for every day, it was filmed at his farm. and uh, We basically just did the same exact thing. We just didn't film it
2: yep pretty much we nailed it pretty much
3: and if you haven't seen that you can go check it out on youtube right now because that was a fun awesome music video and i forgot about this but do you guys remember when andrew and kai were playing a little drum and washboard percussion thing and andrew would play like a four bar little solo and then kai was doing his crazy washboard solo I watched that video the other day and it made me chuckle. It was I think the awesome. highlight of that
1: evening was Kai. Kai is our very good friend's son who I don't know how old he is, but I would guess between eight and nine, maybe seven, maybe 10. Who knows? <laughs> it's between um, seven and 10, but he, he got up there on, on the, on the stage, if you will, and was playing drums. and was playing washboard for the, for the most of it. And, uh, was killing it in my opinion.
3: Yeah, he was doing a really good job.
1: He's such a little ham, dude. I love it. <laughs> I remember uh
0: what was it? It was sometime last year. It might, might have been last Thanksgiving or something, but we all set up and played. And or was it your birthday last year, Robert? I don't know. But um he ended up sitting there and, and took over on keys for a bit. I was like, Oh yeah, like come on, you know, like here, play this. He's like, I want to do it myself. <laughs> And he got up there and it was just like going to town and like actually hitting a lot of the right notes, which was, which was impressive. It was great. I love that. little
3: Yeah. Play. And there's nothing like seeing a young kid just go play an instrument and just kind of just go for it. It like kind of makes you happy inside. Like, Oh, I remember the days of just, you don't really know what it does, but you just like whack a drum with a stick or smack some keys around and see what happens. It's, there's something youthful and invigorating about it. I love it. Well, and
2: then and then Warren, we started our new super group with. Uh, oh yeah, Kai, right. <laughs> I forgot about that. What was the, What was the, What was the
3: band name? He he named uh, it. Uh, uh, I
2: know what oh, it was. Breast milk. Breast milk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was, that that was
3: epic. It's a really good time. What's oh, up? Breast milk. It was a very family-oriented weekend. Place. yeah
0: your baby shower was beautiful too man yes it was great they had they had a whole spread of of uh, appetizers and stuff and then brought out some sliders it was at this uh really neat winery in in san juan capistrano and um yeah it was beautiful upstairs all this wood and you know, the christmas decorations and stuff and we got to see a bunch of people that we haven't seen in months and some of them in in yeah. years and or since since your wedding you know and that was uh, yeah. re- a, re- a real treat just to get together and be able to celebrate you guys. And Shannon, holy shit, her desserts. Our friend Shannon brought out all these little yeah. mini cupcakes and brownies and stuff and uh, that was that was just incredible.
3: The local crumb bakery is what she calls yeah. her bakery and she kills at at baking. She is Awesome. they had these job.
0: these little lemon tarts with uh, <laughs> with meringue on top, and everything's got some sort of like edible flower or like uh, I don't know the word for for it, but um, like something added on that's like ornamental, but also enhances the flavor of whatever you're eating and stuff. It, and it's um, an edible flower. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you were right. you were correct when you said that. Thank you. Uh, Um, she's a she's a great pastry chef is the uh the main term (laughs) and uh you can have her pastries at scarlet kitchen and uh grand show mission viejo
3: and she even does local uh every now and then she'll do like little local things if you are an orange county person you can follow the local crumb bakery or bake shop on instagram and um i know me and erica got cinnamon rolls one time and I don't know. We got something. She made her own marshmallow at one time. It was insane. Really good.
1: The Rick Podcast brought to you by the Local Crumb.
0: Seriously, yeah, man, I I need some some more of those. Those are great. For all of you in uh, in the comments here uh, that are watching live, I'm posting a uh, a link to her Instagram so you guys can check it out. It's Instagram.com or at Local Crumb Bake Shop,
3: all one word, and uh, really cool stuff. And you know what goes goes good with uh, little finger food desserts is drinking alcohol, which we also did um, a lot this weekend. What are you oh, drinking? With that more? being, with that being t- oh, you want to start? You want to start from this side? I want to so start. I want to
1: start with you tonight. Okay,
3: uh, I am drinking something that I don't think has been drinking on the podcast before. Thank you.
1: Drank on the podcast.
3: <laughs> and um I don't think and I haven't personally had it in a while, which is a Dosekis. Ooh, um, nice. I am a fan of Dosekis. I know we've talked about obviously Modelo and Pacifico are band favorites. And if you haven't heard the debate of Modelo versus Pacifico and Glass versus Cans, I'm sure it's in the past couple episodes. You'll <laughs> see so you have to go back and listen to that. But you know, I think Dosakis may come in third after those other two beers. I'm trying to think of something else that's kind of on the same level as this. But um, I really enjoy the Dos and I do like the lager. I know they have the amber ones. I'm more of a fan of the green bottle, the lager. And, um, yeah, one time my dad told me a a story that he was in Mexico on some crazy trip, and uh, along the way he had a Tres And he said it was one of the best beers he's ever had. What? I've never been able to find a Tres Equis, and I've never heard of anybody who's ever heard of one. So I doubt it if his information is accurate. But folklore says on a good night, stormy night down in Mexico, you can find a Tres Equis. <laughs> it'll, uh, it'll turn your hair back. Turn your hair back? Nice. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to end that one. I was just looking for something to say. <laughs> Whoa! Well, back to it'll, uh,
0: it'll fog
3: up your sunglasses. There back to water,
4: <laughs>
3: Anyway, like spin around
2: 3 circles where wear two two? <laughs> Do you guys like Dossekis? I great. I
0: have got Robert's I flavor of white claw, the natural lime and uh it's exactly what you think it's going to be. It's it's marvelous. It's I'm about 4 in cuz I had some computer issues today and I'm I'm actively trying to work on them so I can finish work before I come back down on Thursday. Um but uh yeah, these are getting me through a difficult technologic time. And uh I'm pumped. Henry, what you got?
2: I am uh drinking I'm trying to figure out what it is. It's this thing called Baptize. It's a SoCal lager with a hint of orange zest. The collaboration between Atreyu and Four Sons Brewing. Ooh. And uh, yeah. It's the a band Atreyu? Thing. I don't know. Maybe. It might be. It just looked good, so I got it.
0: It's the, it's the law firm
3: Atreyu yeah it's the uh it's the company, animal yeah, in, uh, <laughs> it's the thing from what song Lose did a Up tree movie? you have is, is that
1: i'm sleeping on my side of the bed tonight i don't know that Honestly, I don't
3: you? Remember. I so. maybe do you remember the, they used to like do their like guitar pyramid where like one guy would put his leg out and the other guy would put the other leg out and then one guy would go in the middle of both of them and they would like shred their coordinated solos and stuff was that really? a tree? that was they a tree.
0: They used to live at the uh, Levita apartments in Orange, and my buddy used to live next door to them. And every time we had a party, they'd always be like, "Dude, can you guys keep it down?" <laughs> I was really bummed because I was like, "You guys play such loud music." They're like, "Yeah, yeah so that's 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 when we're there. We have come here to be be chill."
2: Yeah, it's it's definitely the band Betray You, and because does it sound like,
0: d- does it taste like they would give you a noise complaint if you were too loud while drinking it? <laughs>
2: Um maybe. That's oddly specific. It's definitely like <laughs> yeah. pretty like light and refreshing for um a band like that. But it's good. Nice. I like it. Good job, Atreyu and Four Sons Brewing. Oh,
3: good their new job. album is called Baptize.
2: Yeah, that's why this is the mm. thing. Gets a ah, thumbs up for I'll me. How about you, Robert?
1: Uh I'm drinking a docent beer called Hefty Fee. It's a very easy drinkable beer. I don't have the can with me because it's in the fridge because I didn't want it to get warm. But FTP doesn't, who would have thought? It's delish. So cheers, guys. Hell yeah. Cheers. And uh, what goes very well, not only with desserts, but also alcohol, music.
2: Yes, sir. That's true. Words have never been spoken on this podcast ever before. Ever. Not once. Never. Two words no, like these have been spoken
0: on this podcast many times. Before.
2: Okay, maybe they've been spoken every single podcast. <laughs> but that's beside the point. Okay. It's not like it's 110 gonna get, times, though. I'm going to get weird with you guys today because on this day, five years ago, we lost prog rock legend Greg Lake, famously from the progressive rock supergroup Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. He was the principal lyricist of that group, and he was also an early vocalist in the band King Crimson. He sings lead vocals on their first record in the Court of the Crimson King, but I do want to focus on his work with Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Uh, It's been a big influence on me personally since high school. Um, I have talked about this many times before. I am a big fan of all things crazy and indulgent 70s progressive rock. Uh, it's one of my favorite styles of music in the world. I love all the crazy, you know, over-the-top arrangements and uh, surreal kind of otherworldly lyricism. And, you know, I'm all about the fantasy aspect of things like that. Um, kind of an element of escapism to it. Um, I want to talk about this record that was released in 1973 called Brain Solid Surgery. It's probably the most famous record that Emerson, Lake and Palmer Release is probably you know their most critically acclaimed work, and um, the track I'm going to play today is called Carnival Nine First Impression Part Two. And I love this track because it features not only the lyrics of and uh, you know vocal performances of Greg Lake, but you also get to hear them as a full unit, kind of firing on all cylinders in their prime, and also some amazing guitar work from Greg Lake. So without further ado. Yeah, baby that's awesome that's cool man <laughs> i do love that shit man i love it
1: would that be one of the
2: most popular emerson lake and palmer songs yes ever yeah. uh it's probably like top five okay it's top five on their spotify for like number of streams um i mean they played that song on the radio yeah yeah oh, I Really? That love- got radio play yes it did wow yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That goes to show just how like crazy stuff was in the seventies that they would have <laughs> a piece of music that had all that crazy shit in it. The, on the production radio. on
0: it's 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 nuts too, man. Like yeah. I, I mean, I'm I'm listening here on on headphones, so it's right. I I didn't realize like the the stereo play that's going on. Like the mm-hmm. the organ solo starts way over here in the right ear and like yeah, just slowly travels and then takes center mm-hmm. stage and everything is you know, like constantly moving around. It's really yeah. neat, and, like their use of like yeah. phasers on the drums and everything too. It's like, fuck dude, these guys really put, put some time in man into the, into the production of it. It's, it's well, and that's
2: like, that's like back when, you know, the mix of the actual song was like part of the performance. So the yeah. whole time that they're putting it to tape, the guy's like mixing all that stuff. And it's just like, it's insane to me. And that's not, you know, that's not uncommon for recordings of the time. And that's also why I love that stuff. Cause people were kind of just winging it in a way like, yeah. And I love that about it. like, it's just people just like, what? I don't know, let's plan everything all over the place the whole time. <laughs> like make it sound insane. Like,
3: yeah. And, and
0: I love it. There's, you there's still too much to... going on. No, just put it over yeah. here. I <laughs> yeah, want to hear yeah, it behind yeah.
3: me. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. I so still fun. love
3: those, those drum tones too. They're so iconic. They're just like, just the whole, just the whole sound of that is like such the, the prog kind of like thing and like, you know, yeah. just having like those crazy sections at the end and just like yeah, it's just it's very uh it's almost like looking into it's like listening to history or something. It you know is. what I mean? Yeah. Especially it with is. like like that. Which I guess is essentially everything that you bring to the table for this. That's yeah, why it's, we call yeah. it Henry's
2: history lesson. But it's just such a <laughs> it's just such a interesting time. <laughs> for i mean i mean obviously i've t- I, t- I pretty much talk about this on every podcast but there's just i feel like every single time i just come up with more and more reasons why i just love that particular era of music it's just like god it's so cool that like
0: that oh, so innovative you know yeah they they were yeah. like synth- synthesizers and stuff were were just kind of becoming popular around that yeah. time too so it's like yeah. you you had all this it's like how do we fucking fit this shit in here like yeah. it sounds terrible but if you combine it in the right way like it's such a like the synth tone is always like such an abrasive Mm -hmm. thing really and uh and you blend that with the guitars that were getting like more and more distorted and 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 getting into that kind of a thing it's 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 really neat to see like the how much people were able to like pioneer and go off into left field and be like Mm -hmm. yeah nothing's too weird you know Mm -hmm. like Go weirder. Be weirder. Let's do yeah. something yeah. even crazier than this.
2: And, like, if you look at their setup, like, Keith Emerson had that, you know, just this huge wall of yeah. modular synthesizers. It's everything's, like, all patch bait in and stuff, and it's just, like, un- unreal. Can you, can you
0: imagine, like, having to set that shit up at, like, yeah. <laughs> every, every show? Every single night. Just like... Every
2: show they had to set that up. Like...
3: <laughs> Didn't and he, he, he also a fucking... ha- is Hammond on like a yeah, spinning apparatus sort of thing?
2: Yeah. I he, heard he's like, like stabbing like, with knives. Yeah. He used to like surf his Hammond organ on the stage. Like he would like <laughs> do insane stuff with this. That was more with the NICE, the group he was in before Emerson and Palmer, which I also covered uh, many podcasts ago and yeah. is featured on the Henry's History Lesson playlist on Spotify. Oh, well, hey, yeah. Um, um, but yeah. Um, and then, you know, Greg Lake is just, I feel like such an underrated, uh, kind of a full unit, you know, knew how to write. I mean, if you look at their catalog, like, you know, he can shred and do all that stuff and play crazy bass line and he's doing all that guitar work too. And he's wow. such an, um, you know, one, you know, great sounding vocalist writes really like his delivery, his voice is just so cool, you know? Um, and not yeah. only that though, he could, he could write beautiful, you know, pop songs as well. I mean, there's you know, shorter songs in the Emerson Lake and Palmer catalog that are just great songs um as a whole. So yeah, rest in peace, Greg Lake gone five years uh on this day, 2016, he passed away. And he is I'm sure sorely missed by many, including myself. Cheers to him. Cheers, Cheers. to Greg Lake Cheers. and Cheers. And Keith Emerson and Carl Palmer. <sighs>
1: I am out of here, but, uh, I think, uh, up next, I know last week we were here, we were here Tuesday. We were talking about a bunch of stuff. It was our first podcast back from being on the road for, uh, I mean three months basically. Yeah. Um, and, uh, we were kind of getting back into the gear, getting back into, uh, what we were doing and what we're excited for and, and what we're moving towards. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't think I was actually a real person last week. I think I had so much other stuff on my mind that I wasn't even real. Um, but tonight, maybe we can talk about some of the most memorable shows that we had in Europe and in the U.S. the past three months. Some things that maybe um, we still remember. that our. Interest, Do you remember? Do you remember uh, when we were on tour? That made us say to ourselves, damn. I'm happy to be here right now. Um, maybe something that makes you feel.
4: All the way down into plumes.
1: All the way down to your plums. <laughs> Ready for the picking.
2: Oh, yeah. Taking well, I can start um, because immediately off the top of my head, um, Boom. one interesting thing about this tour, which has never happened to me before, was we actually were on tour for my birthday, which is October 2nd. And we Happy played birthday. in Maldegem, Belgium.
1: Boom.
2: And uh I've never I've never been on tour I don't I don't know that I've even actually played a show on my birthday, actually, ever. I don't think I've ever had
1: wow.
2: been on tour or played a show on my birthday in my life. Um <laughs> We're always and, on tour
1: with Steve when Steve's birthday is. Right.
2: Yeah. We we <laughs> haven't we been. this I'm year though. Yeah. This
0: this year um, we were we were rehearsing.
2: So it, it was my turn this year um, and man, you guys really made me feel special, you know, cause we, we like we're all in the van and stuff. And then we, you know, had this great little buffet thing. And then there was like a champagne toast. Like we had champagne, like it was so cool. And it was a huge venue. And uh, then like halfway through the set, everybody in the you know room saying me happy birthday and, um, I was kind of going through a weird time mentally and like, it was just a nice, bright, like occasion. Um, and it totally came out in my playing. I felt like that night. Um, Absolutely. and that was really cool. Uh, it was a very cool experience. And then I met people after the show that were like, Oh, it's my birthday too. And I was like, Oh, happy birthday. Oh
4: my God. <laughs> 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 that's so cool. <laughs> Libras. Yeah.
1: So that's yeah I one, think it's one. I think it's, it's hard enough to be on the road in general. Right. right, and then you know, to be on the road when when certain things happen in your life is is hard enough. So yeah, I know that in the past we've tried to make a point. Um, mm. what if we're on the road for people's birthdays, um, I mean, I I think I've seen more birthday, even if it's just a birthday cake. But even I've seen more birthday cakes for like Steve and Andrew because we're we are, we're yeah. always on the road. Mm. You know, we're, we're trying to do something um, to to bring that mental mentality back yeah. to understanding that we're yeah. all still humans
2: and also and kind of break the monotony up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it starts to feel like groundhog's day at a certain point. Anyways, that was cool. That was, that was a, I'll, I'll remember that forever probably. Cause that was just a highlight for me. Definitely. That was a fun one. That was where the, the, there was a banister
3: in front of the stage and these ladies, Henry was soloing, and these ladies were reaching out and trying oh, yeah. to like, <laughs> grab Henry off the stage. <laughs> it was like the first time we actually ever needed one of those banisters yeah. before. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but that's what happens. It happens. It what happens. happens. It happens when you start becoming a famous rock and roll. What What was the venue in in uh, What did
1: what it look like?
3: It I don't remember the, what the LED the backdrop that was projected. Yeah, it had the LED wall Damn. in the it back looked like, a, looked like a church kind of thing, and then they had like an
2: American flag thing too. It was a huge like it was. Almost, I don't even. know. It was like a. It, it almost reminded me of like a community event center or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was like the a venue. Huge we got there to, at like it like six hours early. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know where it was. Okay. Yeah, we got, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we got there. at like got 30 We yep. got there at like two thirty or something, and did yep. soundcheck super early. Totally know it. Yeah, and we were all just like hanging out in the green room yep. pretty much all day. <laughs> yeah. On it, it was that, that. If there was a day that
3: like you want to know what it's like being a band, yeah. sitting in the, <laughs> the green room. Yeah, do you remember? Do you
0: remember what the what the opening band's name was? I don't. For that one, it was, was like
2: really
0: it was like. Like
2: the the blues, something with blues in it.
0: Yeah, it was like like the the utmost blues experience or something. Yeah, blues. (laughs) I remember
2: those.
0: I remember that singer was was just going for it, man. I was really (laughs) pumped to watch him. It It was it was it was great. Like I I loved like he had like the whole like like old pants like like suit pants and stuff going, and like it was just super animated and getting the crowd
3: into it. Man, he was he was really good. Was fun, yeah. And he, yeah, he was like getting after it, and then everybody else in his band like were not as into it as him. So it made like kind of a funny looking dynamic on stage.
0: I just watched him the whole time, man. He was yeah. he was on fire, dude. He was just he was dancing. Good. He was just moving.
3: Yeah. It was great.
0: It was cool. That was a fun night. Mm-hmm. It was. War. Which one? Which one, Which one are you thinking
3: of? Are we still going clockwise? Um, yeah. I- I'll go. Uh, the one show that I had a lot of fun at, was in Alkmaar, Netherlands. Um, And this show, this show was nice because we walked to, me, Steve, and Robert walked to the venue from the hotel, which is not something that normally we're able to do. Um, So we got to see a little bit of the city and walk through this cool downtown area. And we sampled some really amazing cheese. And me and Steve ended up getting some I think we even went back the next day. We took the whole band there. Yes. Um, and then the venue was super awesome. They had a really, really good green room. It had like a foosball table. Um, sorry, my cat's playing with a bottle cap, so that's what that noise is. Can you grab that from him? I don't know if you can hear that or not. Yes, um, yes. oh yeah, we can hear.
1: it. <laughs> yes. so it's it's very much in the in the okay. headphones.
3: Okay. Um, I was letting it slide, but yeah, yeah. sorry, <laughs> fucking cats. Anyway, so the venue was really cool. We had a really good green room um it was super big and spacious. We were playing records before the show um also, this venue had a had a loading dock that you could drive into um so the van had parking We didn't have to go up any stairs. It was like a thirty foot push from the van to the to the uh to the stage and I know it sounds funny to talk about like loading in but we literally hit like three weeks of staircase after staircase every night. So one (laughs) night it
2: was nice to know
3: that we didn't have to load in and out a crazy amount. Yeah, And then the stage was great. We had really good sound. The room was cool. The crowd was awesome. I think we all had a really good time. We were kind of jumping around and getting wild. And, uh, and then after the show we walked back and I thought that was just a really cool time. And it was like, kind of like drizzling and it was cloudy and you know it was like oh this is the streets really cool. are like, like totally yeah.
0: empty too so you're just walking around looks like a fucking fairy tale
3: that yeah was incredible. it was super cool that was a really fun show uh on my book and uh and they call that place the cheese capital of the world so um so there's that <laughs> what do you guys got who wants to go next i'll go um my uh
0: probably my favorite show of the tour as far as like performance goes was the hundred club in london that was just nuts like it's it's this underground club not like the most you know flashy spot you know it's 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 a basement venue and uh but holy shit man like the history in that room and the sound guy was really great and on top of it and And uh, I feel like everybody was firing on all cylinders and the crowd was just fucking like going for it. I remember we got to uh, Omus Carolina to the chorus and the crowd was actually it was the first time that the crowd's been louder singing the songs. Like there's been plenty of times that we've had loud crowds that just talk over us over over the 10 years. But this was the first time that like they were singing our song. And their volume was louder than the band on stage. Cause like we weren't holding anything back that night either. Um, and that was just really special, man. And it was this cool, like rap, like the crowd kind of wraps around you. You're, you're on a stage, but it's not like, you know, a, a tall stage. It's maybe like a foot or a foot and a half um, off the, off the main floor. And so just everywhere you look from like, you know, even there were some people that were kind of behind me on, on stage left. And all the way across the bar and all the way to the other side and just hanging out and singing along and having a great time. And yeah, again, everybody was just firing on all cylinders and Henry, your fucking death of me solo that night, like brought tears to my eyes, man. It was beautiful. And,
2: uh, was that just London, the, Right? yeah, that, yeah. that was the night that my, something in my pedal board, um, like died. Like I, like my signal just cut out. Yeah. And, and I, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And I remember like feeling really like I was totally into it. And then that just like killed the vibe for me completely. Cause yeah. I was like, anytime there was any space I would spend time like rerouting cables so I could get my pedal board working again. But well, I remember maybe,
0: maybe, maybe, maybe that that was part of it though. Cause like, I I know that cause it was your, we went into the intro of work it out and Henry's got this, you know, three, three beat, just little intro and it was like Andrew counted off and it's one, two, three,
4: Nothing. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> yeah. came in.
0: And I could see you working on shit, but then like every time he got up to do a solo, it was like almost like a fuck you solo. Like you're you just went so fucking hard into it that like that, I don't know. I just remember like the death of me that night. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit, dude, like this is this is why I do this,
3: you know. And there is yeah. a YouTube video of the entire the entire gig that night. That you are able to check out on YouTube if you type in Robert John in the wreck and live in London. London. If you want to see it and hear it for yourself. You can, You can, like Steve said, you can hear the crowd. It's very, uh, it's almost intimidating.
0: <laughs> Is that the link you posted in the private chat work?
3: Yeah, that's what I posted in the private chat. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll,
0: I'll post it in the comments here in... Uh... We'll put it in the description for all y'all listening on Spotify and other podcast places.
3: Well, and the other thing real quick about that show too, that was crazy is the first time we played in London, there were like 15 people there. And then the next time we played in London, it was like sold out 250 people. And that was yeah. a, that felt like a real accomplishment that we had made some sort of way out there. Um, cause that doesn't happen that fast all the time. Mm-hmm. So thank you. If anybody's listening to this or watching who came out to the London show. And if you live in the UK, we are going to be playing London again. The tickets are already on sale. We're playing at a place called the garage. Um, Get them now because hopefully it's going to sell out quick. And if you're in the Europe or the USA, all of our tour dates could be found on our website, RobertJohnRock.com. Boom. There you go. Boom. And this off was a good one, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I have
1: two uh, and they're both not even from Europe. Um, I, I have a lot of great memories in Europe. It's not because of that. Um, I just think that um, <clears throat> there was some interesting nostalgia stuff happening in the. US because we we've toured the. US multiple times. We played a lot of places in the US as a small um, unknown, shitty little band. And uh, I played in Omaha a lot, um, me and uh, Steve and I both have. Uh, and we've played a lot of shows in Omaha. And, uh, you know, we've always played, you know, and 15 people of our friends came out, you know, and it was always great. And, and um, but we, we got to play at a place called the Slowdown in Omaha, uh, which mm-hmm. was already kind of a historic venue in Omaha. Uh, and and I had played there, I think, along with Steve um a long time ago with with some of our friends in a band called rally for one but we played like the the small stage in the slowdown you know and just and just understanding that there's a bigger stage there and uh we did a couple run uh couple a couple shows uh with carolyn wonderland um in the midwest we did kansas city omaha lincoln um and uh, we got to play that big room at the slowdown uh we got to play that big room in omaha and it felt like uh it just felt it felt good to to be played in Omaha all those times, and finally hitting that big room, and and there being people there, and there being people there who actually you know cared about what we were doing, uh, which was really nice. Um, and so that that was that was one of the the,
3: the shows that I that I remember a lot. Um, Can I interject real quick with a funny story to that show? Yes. Do you remember the girl who was dancing and she fell? I know that happened, yeah. but I don't remember seeing it. I remember there was a girl, she was dancing, and she fell hard enough that like we heard it on stage <laughs> while we were playing. And what was it? I think Steve somehow got a yeah. video. She was videotaping <laughs> herself, and we found the video of when she
2: fell. And it was so she was, hilarious.
0: She was like doing an Instagram like thing or whatever, and and doing and like dancing around and spinning around on the dance floor, and then just like ate shit so hard. And just kept filming. <laughs> so her, <laughs> her friends, she she's okay. She did not get hurt. Um, uh, she she's all right. Maybe ego might be a little bruised, but, um, <laughs> yeah. but it was funny. I, I was like, no way, no way. She keeps filming when she hits the ground, and it's like an extra six seconds.
3: I'm like, fuck you. That's dedication. <laughs> I'm just surprised we found that, <laughs> that footage somewhere. That yeah. is amazing.
0: I wanna I wanna ask permission to see if we can just use it in a music video sometime. Yes, yeah, we do like a do you remember too? you know, with fan footage. Do
3: you remember too? hope you don't forget. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Rememorable.
1: I like that word still. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that was a big one. And then um, the other one for the States was Boca Raton. Uh, yeah. Heard the Funky Biscuit. I've heard about the Funky Biscuit my whole entire life. Uh, it's a very popular blues venue in Florida. Uh, And I have a lot of family members now in Florida. Um, And uh, it was just a a place that I always wanted to to check out and play. Like I always knew the name, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like when, you know, like the Troubadour, right? Yeah. Um, I'm still. Oh, you're going to Florida. You're playing the
0: Funky Biscuit. Uh, Yeah, exactly. It's like one of those things.
1: And then we get there and like, we, we get there and see everything on the walls and see that like, you know, Greg Allman's been there and like everyone who's anyone has been there and and then you get there and the staff is actually really nice and really awesome. Um, and you get there and, you know, the sound guy's awesome. You know, like when you go on tours, a lot of the time the staff's awesome, but sometimes they're not. And it kind of yeah. ruins the whole vibe of, of a show sometimes. Um, so it's just really nice to know, like, the uh, how much that venue has been talked about and then getting there and, and noticing how great the people are. And, uh, you know, and just, that show just felt really good to me. And then, uh, after that, uh, a lot of the staff, um, who was working that night ended up coming to our other show in Florida in Jupiter, which was really cool. So, um, those are my two shows that, that really, uh, held something. Uh, they, they all hold something, but those were the two off the top of my head right now. Um, if you're yeah. listening to this and you were at one of the other shows that you thought was amazing, it probably was. Uh, those yeah. are just the two that, that yeah. came to my head just now for different the, reasons.
0: The Slowdown show, too, that was, uh, we we did, what, four or five nights with Carolyn Wonderland? I think we did on that three. Tour? three. Uh, and that was, the Omaha show was our last show of that run with her. Mm-hmm. And they, oh man, let me, let me tell you, like, opening up for people is always amazing but there's some people that go above and beyond to make you feel welcome and and uh and appreciated and carolyn wonderland is just absolutely a class act like her her whole band everybody was really nice and accommodating we had some some gear issues and they kindly lent us some of their stuff for backline and um and that that show was really special because it was you know we only had three nights together and we were all traveling separately, uh, but to the same venues and stuff. And, and uh, it was really nice just to get to like kick it. And then we, uh, Carolyn asked us to come out, me and Henry to come out and jam on, uh, on one of her last songs of the set. Yeah. that was just really, really special, man. And It was and, a lot of uh, fun. Very inspiring to see, you know, somebody with, with such a rich history of uh, touring and performing and uh you know she's played with with some of the greats man and, and she is one of the greats and it's been r- really cool just learning uh seeing somebody that leads by example you know what i mean and and uh really is like this is who she is and how she's you know does business and and it was i i was very impressed and inspired and, and uh that that meant a lot to me those those three shows that we did that was that was
3: cool yeah thank you Another cool thing, Mm -hmm. getting back to the Funky Biscuit show, is that show was also recorded. uh, The entire set was recorded. So if you also want to check it out, you can go on YouTube, type in Robert John and the Wreck and the Funky Biscuit, and I'm sure it'll come up. I think there's the full set, and there's a clip of Tired of Drinking Alone. So you can check us out at the Funky Biscuit. Check Steve, play out the B3 that they had there that I'm sure yeah really played. And yeah, way to end it. Great. Nailed yeah, it. Yeah, man. Don't you want to say boom now? It's <laughs> one of those
1: things. It's just tonight. I mean, I'm, I think I'm just slightly <laughs> still exhausted from the weekend. and just it's Boom. 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 It's all you need. It's all you need. Boom is all you need. Well, here comes the boom. Blame it on the boom, boom. That's for you, Steve, Joel. Goodness. Anyways, I was just going to say, we do have uh, some shows coming up this weekend. Uh, Whether or not you listen to this podcast immediately when it's live, or maybe the next few days, or maybe after what we talk about is relevant to you. Um, We have our first show back in Orange County after being on the road. Uh, here this this Friday night. At, uh, Where is it, Old Bobby? World. It's at Old World. It's called the Biergarten. Um, Old World is this small little German town in the middle of Huntington Beach. Um, it's not a town at all. It's just an area, but it, it's very German. And um, I don't know the history behind it. I don't know why it's there, but there's a small German <laughs> town in the middle of Huntington Beach. And it's been there since True. I was... I was growing up. I used to go to a bar there and drink before I was of age. It's not there anymore, so no one can get in trouble. Um, the statute yeah, of
0: limitations uh, is brandon's course. <laughs>
1: yeah. We're going to be there this Friday. It's a free, F-R-E-E, free. It's a free show. Um, and it's our first show back in Orange County. And we're very excited to be playing there. We're very excited to uh, just be back and playing a show. Um yeah. And, and we're going to have
3: a bunch of new t-shirts. Yeah. Shoot. Brand new designs nobody has ever seen, including us. Including me.
1: I really don't know what t-shirts we're talking about. But I'm excited to see them. <laughs> and uh, and not only that, we'll be up in L.A. County uh, on Saturday. We'll be in Thousand Oaks, I believe.
3: Yes. Thousand Oaks at, uh, Petals, at Petals and
1: pints on saturday evening um and uh those two back-to-back shows from from having a little a little time off a little time to recoup a little time to focus on other things for a little bit is going to be really exciting for us um and also hopefully excited for you to see you guys because we haven't been here in you know over three months and uh we're just excited to Get back at it, and, and um, we do have plans to be in LA and possibly, possibly San Diego in the future.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, in the next fun fact
3: about the Petals and Pint show is that they have brewed a beer that they named after us. It is a double what? IPA. No shit, Correct. really? Yes, they, they started it. I believe it's I believe it's on tap right now. You can get it. It's going to last. I think through December until we play, it's a double IPA. Um, it's promoting the event. So you can come out and get this, uh, this beer nice. that they had tapped and they just, they, they're calling it wrecked. It's like, we didn't come up with the recipe. They just named that their newest double oh. IPA wrecked after nice. that. It's not like a collaboration, that's rad. but yeah, you can come out and get there, uh, get wrecked on those double IPAs because they will do that for you. Right on. Well, that, that's awesome. Lots of fun stuff.
1: Um I have Hell two yeah. questions before we end the night. One, Henry. Yeah? Will your aunt Trish be at the Huntington Beach Show with goodies?
2: I know she's gonna be there. I don't know if she's gonna be there with goodies. Okay, well that's okay. As long as she's there. I think that's she's gonna okay. be there. Pretty sure Yeah. Most, a lot of my family is gonna be there. It's a it's a it's a family reunion. Yeah, I mean, I just saw them at Thanksgiving. So,
1: anyways, uh, I would, I just, I, would, I just want to know if there's going to be uh, Christmas crack.
2: <laughs> there might be. Um, it might be too early for Christmas crack, but ooh, you never know with Aunt ooh. Trish. Alright, never know. She's a she's a loose cannon in the best possible way.
1: Well, I just want to let everyone know who's listening, who's watching right now. Podcasts are now going to be on Tuesday nights. you are going to be at eight thirty on Tuesday nights. Moving them from Monday to Tuesday. M to T, Mon to tues, Um just so you guys know. And uh, I think that uh, Steve Majora has always been working on music and is always working on something new. And yeah. uh, to uh, send us off this evening, thanks again for everyone who's watching and being a part of our lives. He is going to share a new song with you. Steve, do you want to intro yeah. this?
0: Yeah, so uh, uh, this song released a couple weeks ago, but uh, I'm very proud of it. And uh, it's uh, it's a good one that I really like and um, features uh, the amazing Frank Reyna on drums and uh, some production by MF Heartbeats from Woodland Hills, uh, Justin Gariano and Dusty Schaller. And uh, this is available on Spotify. It came out a few weeks ago, and it's called What We Do in the Night. I really hope you enjoy it. Um, I've got a bunch of music that's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Just kind of doing a a, a creative, um, what do you call it? Creative dump. So, content dump. That's what. Before you, it. you play
1: the song, Steve, we hope to see everybody this weekend yeah. in Huntington Beach at Old World at the Beer Garden on Friday night.
2: Henry, do you want to just really quickly introduce who's opening up that show with us? Oh yeah. Yeah, so we are going to be having a local legend, uh Mr. Doc Patillo, also known as the Guitar Doctor. He runs a guitar repair shop uh right here in Fountain Valley, um, which is basically Huntington Beach. Um and he has been working on my guitars uh basically since I started playing. Um and a good friend of mine and he also uh has a killing live band and has a great kind of old school rootsy americana bluesy show that uh, is super fun to have and it's just great to see him playing out doing his thing and he always brings obviously being a guitar repairman, always brings these amazing looking guitars and amazing sounding amplifier setups and um He's just a great dude, and uh, I consider him a fixture of the local music scene because he has helped myself and many others to uh, perform at our best. So, uh, yeah, we're very excited to have him joining the show, opening up for us. It's going to be a lot of fun.
1: Well, we'll see everybody this Friday at 7.30. And, uh, Steve, take it away.
0: Sounds good. Be good to each other out there, everybody, and get wrecked.
4: We of some bad things that we can't take back. We had to give it up. Cause all this heartache was way too fucked up. We had to walk away, parading innocent around the soul time. I know you didn't mean to let your guard down.